Good afternoon and welcome to Tree Talk, episode 199. With myself, Jack Neville, and Matt O'Callaghan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. Uh, apologize if my, if my voice is a bit squeaky. I was at Electric Picnic at the weekend. Uh, Matt, you could be the same. Been in Everton for the Derby, but we're back anyway to look at, um, I suppose, an eventful week in the Limerick Senior Hurling Championship. We woke up to great news this morning from the football point of view. Martin McMahon was at it again at the weekend, and we've laid his football and camogie to look through as well. So stay tuned for all that and more. The impression again, we get old with what you put into it. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Phil Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? He's just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights. Let me spend out there from the world court today. No more about it. They made all the run, that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that it, and that's it. No if, no but. Is there much time left? There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. Uh, I suppose there's only one place to start, Matt, and that was at the Derby on Saturday afternoon. Um, I suppose you could have called a nil all, but in all seriousness, how was your weekend in Liverpool, or you might like to call it Everton? Well, uh, I wasn't at the Derby, like, you know. I, I just happened to be in Liverpool. It was a coincidence that I, I was just over there to see my son, you know, who lives there for the last 12 years. Um, but I'm obviously very happy with... Well, I'm not so sure that I'm happy with the result. I'm very... Very, very, very disappointed with Bar. Like to have two winning goals ruled out in five days. Um, this this thing is a cod. It's a cod, and uh, the, the the goal against um uh, against Leeds United was 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 ruled out on the shadow. I'm told it was the explanation. So you know, if if we're coming down to this, you know, what's the fu- future of the beautiful game? You know, the, the whole this this whole Bar things make makes me sick. Yeah, I wouldn't be keen on it myself. Um, I was watching a small bit of it. I found a small bit of coverage in Stradbally and I, I watched a bit of it. Now I missed the goal or whatever, but I suppose we missed all, missed all the hurling at the weekend. But we, I suppose we got sources and we got reports and things. And I was at one game as well. So we will get to the hurling, but I suppose we woke up to good news. This morning. Well, I woke up to you probably were awake for the news this morning that Keane Sheehan was nominated for an all-star. Um, the only Limerick man in the list, one of 45. I suppose the condensed like it's harder to get in there because you have less time to show, I suppose, your skill or whatever. But Keane is, is most deserving of the award. He was brilliant throughout the league as Limerick got promoted again. He carried that on into the into the Munster Championship. Um, obviously scored three points in the Munster final. But I know you're a huge fan of, of Keane Sheehan and it's a just reward for his performances, not only this year, but I suppose over the last few years. Yeah, Jack. Uh, uh, as I was saying to you off air, I, I I I saw him. I saw him on his debut for Limerick, and um, I, I happened to be doing commentary, uh, co-commentator with Liam Hearn in 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 the particular game. And I, I remember saying in that particular game that, you know, we we had unearthed a special talent, and um, you know, anything he has done since has hasn't disappointed me enough. Hasn't changed my mind on that view. Um, now he he's been dogged a bit by injury, unfortunately, Jack. 
But you and I were unanimous, and you know anybody that I spoke to that knows about the football were were in total agreement that that he he, he was the outstanding player of of he, he actually lit up the, the Limerick Senior Football Championship last year, Jack. Um, game after game after game, he was absolutely outstanding. And like he he has he has he took that that good form into the county scene. And it was tremendous throughout the league, tremendous in Croke Park in the in in in, in the league final. Um, you know, tremendous in the Monster Championship. Jack, the day that the odds were really against us, um, the day of the Monster Final, it says everything for the guy. Like he 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 stood up, he stood up, and as you rightly said, they got three points in the Monster Final on a day when everything was going against Limerick, but um. You, you know he was he was a beacon on that on, on, on that particular day, and um, it's it's a richly deserved nomination, and I hope to God, Jack, that it translates itself into an all star because he has been absolutely outstanding, absolutely outstanding, and and just uh, just like to make a point, and I was just thinking of it this morning after I, after I saw the, the the announcement that he was nominated. Newcastle West are unbeaten in the Limerick Championship, Jack. And they've played a couple of games without him. You know? Yeah. Which, you know, is pretty un- ominous when you have a guy like Tien Sheehan about to come back into your team, you know? So, yeah, but look, heartiest congratulations to Keane. I'm absolutely, absolutely delighted for, for him. And it's, 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 I have to say, it's what I expected from him. He's, he's an extraordinary talent. And, and, um, like it, it really has come to the fore in the last couple of years. Yeah, I suppose um, there was a long time in Corbin. Twenty twenty was the first nomination in ten years since John Galvin. So to see two and three years just shows where, where Limerick football is going. Um, obviously we're still yet to, to know the new manager, but the best look to Keen. It will be hard to break into that team, obviously, with it, it nearly. Your All Ireland winners are guaranteed six or seven. Your runners up are going to get a few more. Dublin will always be there. But the best look to Keane, it's the end of October that um that those results 20, will be. Twenty eighth of October, the banquet is on. And let's let's wish Keane the very, very, very best of luck. Yeah, the the team will be announced beforehand. The football team, if I'm that's right. Uh the Hurland team then will be announced on the night. We'll get the yeah. the nominees tomorrow yeah. for the Hurland match. Uh, you'd probably be expecting the fifteen again. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, no, no question about it. You know, if yeah. um, anyone that would anyone that would dispute it, you know, I, I'd say to him, start with letting me know who you let out. <laughs> yeah, I I think if there's forty five places, I think definitely there's there's room for for the fifteen Limerick lads. But I suppose it it's just a more special achievement on, on the football side of view because we very limited that. We, that we get someone nominated just to see Keane among those names, just to see Limerick amongst all the Kerrys, the Dublins, the Galways, the Mayos, this world. It was just nice and refreshing to see. So the best look to, to Keane in, in October with that. And I suppose he could very well add, exactly. <laughs> add a club championship medal to that, Matt. In the meantime, I know the county final, I think the county final is due that weekend, if I'm right, or maybe the weekend before. So it'd be hard to rule out um, him putting an all-star with a county championship medal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, you know, um, I wish Keane the very, 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 very best of luck. He, he deserves it. He has given great service to his club and to his county, Jack. Absolutely. Yeah. And 
His performance over the last two years is just yeah, it's 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 it, it's just what's in him, you know. It it, it um you know um, as I said right from the start, uh, I recognised him as a special talent, and and um, um, you know as I said he was dogged by injury, you know which can happen to any player, and you 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 just wonder. Um, but then then you know when he's got a clear run at it now, he's he's been simply phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal is definitely the word for it. And again, best luck to Keane. I suppose the Ireland was the big was the big story of the weekend, Matt. Um, and I'll just run through the results if I can get them there. Um Kilmalloc hammered Adair. I, I was at that game. It was a really one-sided game, and we will we will get to all those in a minute. Napiershig, I suppose, was was the manner of their victory over Patchwell, 123, 12 points. Doing be the hand five fourteen to thirteen points. Um, so Liberty's beat Blackrock by point twenty three twenty two. KP beat Paddy Brown by point one seventeen to one sixteen. And Gareth Blaine had four points to spare over Munger St Paul's. But staying in that in that top division, we'll say Group One Adair seventeen points to three twenty six. That's an eighteen point win. Doing won by sixteen points. Napierce won by fourteen points. You know, um, that gulf there is worrying, Matt. It is, Jack. It's it, 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 it's it's very worrying, and and um, the, the the restructuring of the championship was was geared at at, at um, eliminating those type of one sided results, and um, it, it 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 looks as if the gap between the top four and the rest has 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 not closed. Now, all right, you might say Patrick's well are, are struggling a bit, but that's that. There are reasons for that. That Patrick's well have come back a bit towards, um, towards a hand and 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 there. But, um, I I I think it, it's 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 most disappointing, and it it is becoming, um, <clears throat> more predictable that we're going to have the same four in the semi final, year in year out. It it that that quartet. Needs to be gate crash Jack in the interest and in the interest of the health of them recurring. Now, um, I, I know that there will be two two teams coming up from from Section B um, to contest the quarterfinals. Um, but like, if 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 you look at the quality this year of of um, Napierschik, Kilmallock, and Dune, I, I I think they have they have driven on actually, Jack. I, I think those three have probably driven on. Now, there are good reasons for it, and, you know, we've well documented the reasons as to why Patrick's well are. In normal circumstances, you the Patrick's well up there with them. You know, yeah. but um, Patrick's well have had a difficult time. You know, if you lose somebody two times hurler of the year, Keen Lynch, like, you know, lose somebody in All-Star like Brian Murray, you know, who's who's been... And never present for almost two decades. Uh, Josh Considine is missing. Kevin O'Brien missing at the start of the year. You know that that takes that takes an awful lot of adjustment, and the adjustment was compounded by having to um, to rob Peter to pay Paul type of thing when you had to take Jason Gillan out of the forwards and 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 put him in goal. Yeah. I... So like there are circumstances as to why Patrick's well this year are not the force that they were in recent years. Yeah. But having that 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 uh, that doesn't camouflage for a minute, you, you know the the fact 
that the top four is unlikely to be broken into. Now, you could have an interesting scenario, and I don't want to preempt anything, and we'll be giving our predictions later, Jack. But do, you could have a possibility of, of, of Adair um, being beaten by Napierstick this weekend, which is probability, I suppose, if we're, if we're honest. Um, you have, I, I, I think, a, a distinct chance of, of Patrick's well being beaten by Dune. So, like, you, you, you would go into the final round at that stage, Jack, with just one place up for grabs, which, which is, isn't a very healthy situation because you, 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 if, if the games go to forum this weekend, come Saturday evening, you could have Napierstick on eight points, Kilmallock and Dune on six points, Patrick Swell on two, and, and um, Adair and a hand on one. But... The point I was about to make is that you could have a winner-take-all clash in the final round between Adair and Patrick Swell. But, like, have Adair shown enough um, enough of a revival this year? Um, have they shown enough that they're closing the gap? That they will even take, take, take a depleted Patrick Swell? I'm not so sure they have, Jack. Actually, yeah, I, I think they haven't. I've seen Adair play twice um, against Dune. They were very, very good for the first 10, 15 minutes. We're all over Dune, and then there was a decision went against them, and they seemed to fall apart around that against Kilmallock the last day. I think I think they're quite naive against Kilmallock. They tried to play the ball out from the fence a lot. Kilmallock were happy to give up the puck out short and then turn it over, which they did an awful lot. I just thought it would have been better to go route one. But... If we if we get into that game, Kilmallock were awesome. They were so good. They were I I didn't see them play half as good last year. Um they were brilliant obviously against Patrick Will in the first round this year and in the final and the semi-final last year. But the display on Thursday night was one of the best displays I've ever seen from a club team. Everything stuck. It was so slick, the speed, the movement, everything handling. Um, obviously, they have some incredibly good forwards. To score twenty to six will win you any game in in any any sort of conditions. But the, I was really impressed with the backs as well, Matt. They were just so calm, working the ball out. Very like really, really opposite to what Adair did because Adair seemed a bit nervous with the ball and they were under huge pressure. But Kilmallock, everything was at their ease. Uh, Long range striking as well, couldn't fault them. And yeah, I, you know, like you've obviously got a report I, I, from the game. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been saying that last year, and we've been saying in this medium, Jack, you know, um, how Aaron Costello, how well he has adapted at midfield. Mm. He, bring, yeah. he brings a level of energy and action in that middle third. Now, he, he, was, he was in defence in the opening two games, I'd say. Yeah, he was. And he was, he was back at midfield now and um, in, in, against um, Adair and... Um, I, I, I think he's a huge figure when he gets out there at midfield with himself and Rob Handy. You know, and when we saw him in the concluding stages of the championship last year, like when, when um, you know, how effective they were. So, um, yeah, I agree with you about Kilmallock. I, I, I saw the game with the Piercing Jack. It, it was a bit, I was at it. It was, it, it was an excellent game of hurling, Jack. But I came away yeah. absolutely convinced that we didn't see the best of either team. That there was quite a bit more in them, 
in each one of them. And so, you know, even even, even though now it was, as I said, it was a fantastic game, very good hurling, some great scores, um, the type of hurling that you'd expect between the top clubs of a county that has won four of the last five All-Irelands. And, and um, but, but I, I still left um, totally convinced that there was more in the Piercing and there was more in Kilmallock. Yeah, and there was certainly more in Kilmallock the last day. The only downside was Michal Hula went off injured. Um, he just had nice back on. Obviously, he, I don't know will he be arrested this weekend or not. Conor Henry Clark didn't start. He was one of their star men the first two round, rounds. So kind of shows the, the strength and depth they have. They really have a, a lot of strength in that team. But they were just brilliant. Like They would have put away any team if they played like they did um, against Adair. But so as you said, it's it's harder to play against the likes of the Piercing, and, and you said we said at the time that it could possibly be the final. They do seem to be the two farm teams alongside Dune. Then on Saturday night, I suppose the Piercing would have seen that result, and they put down their own marker, the one twenty three to fourteen win over Patrick's. Well, they didn't score what Kilmallock scored, but they just kept Patrick's well at arm's length the whole entire game, and like Patrick's well were in the county final nine months ago, you know, which. It's hard to believe when you look at that performance, but they were just head and shoulders above them. Um, again, the forward unit they have, you know, is, is to die for uh, Dye Dempsey and Connor Boylan have struck up a very strong relationship in the half forward line alongside Kevin Downs, who's on the freeze and nailing them. And then obviously, with Peter Casey, you got the goal. So, I mean, they've threats from all over the field, and, and you still have to say in the pair are favourites, three from three. They've beaten all last year's semi-finalists. You know, they've had the hard route and they've won and they've just taken everything in their stride so far. They haven't. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I think they've been putting down markers even before the championship because I saw them winning, winning the league. Um, I saw them in the league semi-final and I saw them in the league final. Now, they got a fright from Gannis Milan in the league semi, semi-final. Like they, they were up something like, what, 12 or 14 points at half time. And Gareth Bland had it clawed back and were leading going into injury time until Kevin Downs got a couple of late points to salvage the day from the piercing. <coughs> but they came out the following week, Jack, in the league point and just blew a dare away. Um, and and um, they did so with what... what I, I was trying to calculate it at the time or count it at the time. At, at most, seven of what would be that championship starting team you know, so that 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 will give you a sense of 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 of, of the sense of, uh, the the sense of the strength of the squad as distinct from the team. So, like, it, like they 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 no, it it surprised me how comfortably they beat Patrick's well, as you rightly said, Patrick's well were county to county um, championship runners up last year. And and um, you know, Patrick's will always raise that game with the Piercing, but it was a very very firm statement from a very very strong statement in my view from from the Piercing. Yeah, it, it was definitely there from the Piercing. Patrick, we've kind of said that, but the Piercing are still beaten with whatever is presenting it um, in front of themselves. But moving on this weekend as well, um, Dune are the third team that we've mentioned. You know, Kilmallock and the Piercing have been 
flawless part from the game they played themselves and Dune have been flawless since they lost the Pearshig and you know they should have beaten the Pearshig the first time out which which will tell you like how good they've been going but 5-14 to 13 point winners over hand it's equally as impressive as the other two results they had uh, Pat Ryan Dean Coleman these boys amongst the goals they welcomed Adam English back a phenomenally good outfit and they have patched well this weekend and they'll be looking, I suppose, they can cement their place in the knockout stages with another win. Oh, they can, absolutely. And um, because, um, they, you know, their final game again is against Kilmallock the following week, which, which you know, by, is certainly going to be a huge challenge. But you, you, you rightly said it there when you, when you spoke about that, that firepower and you had Adam English, as you said, to Pat Ryan and, and to Barry Murphy and, and to Dean Coleman and these guys like um, they're, 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 they're certainly a very, very competent squad and a very, very capable squad. And, you know, they, they, they've been flirting, Jack, with a breakthrough for the last five or six years and have come so close, lost a couple of finals, beaten in a number of semifinals. Uh, you know, their ever-presence in the last four, as, as, as we well know at this stage, and you, you just wonder someday will the break come and that, that, that they will make the breakthrough and could this could this be the year? Perhaps. No, they, they have they, they 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 will be taking nothing for granted about um uh, you know this weekend's game against um against Patrick's well on Saturday night. Um there have been great games between them in the past and and um you know, when you're predicting, the the only thing certain about predicting um, the outcome of those type of games is the uncertainty because um, invariably they, they, they can go either way. But it, it, it would look on this occasion that, that they, doing, going into the game, all the pointers and all the form would, would suggest that, that Dune, especially with, with, um, with, with the prize of absolute... Uh, uh, Guaranteed of being in the knockout stages, up for grabs. That that that, that they won't make a mistake. Um, no, obviously, um, I, I I just don't know where Patrick's will pick it up from here. Um, it 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 will be a most unusual situation for Patrick's well if they were to lose the Dune. You know, going into the final round with three defeats out of four, Jack. It's it's unheard of down Patrick's well way and and um, like it, it isn't what you expect from Patrick's well, but as I said, it, it has been well documented the travails that they've had this year. So, um, you know, it, it could all set up for a very very nice, very 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 interesting final round. Yeah, we could have the scenario um, if the Pierce win this weekend, they'll be guaranteed to top the group they'll have head to head anyway but um, you could have the scenario where you mentioned it already you could have a dare and Patswell in a straight shootout for a quarter final spot and you could also have Dune and Kilmallock going straight for that other semi-final spot but you know this, this championship has thrown up twists and turns so far yeah. one of those twists, twists was in a skeeton on Saturday night um, Kildare Palace Kennery and Bally Brown and we had said it would be close we, we did both go uh, with Bally Brown, who had been the standout team in Group 2 with John Jock, ever liable from a 21-yard free, fired to the net. Kildare Palace beat Bally Brown, and now we have a scenario where there's four teams on four points going into the fourth round. Mm-hmm. You know, like, 
you know, we, we said about the golfing class at the top of Senior A, but in Senior B, like, there is nothing between the teams. No, I, I'll kill Chalky when I meet him because uh, I've had the perfect six predictions put for him. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah, Chris, Chris, a fantastic win by, by, by Kilgarma Palace. And, and, of course, you see, Jack, um, where, where it was won was that they, they, they put themselves in the position, you know, that to get a late goal. They, 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 they were five points or six points down at one stage during the game. And they clawed their way back and hung in there. And then when the opportunity came, John, John, Chalk came up and 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 did the it did the rest. But what it does, of course, Jack, is, is it makes Section B absolutely fascinating hmm. because you 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 have four clubs now on six on uh, on four points. You have Bally Brown, you have um, Kildare Palace, Kenry, you you have Gary Spillane, and you have South Liberties. So we're going to have a fascinating run-in. In, 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 in the concluding stages of this championship. Um, now, how clear the pitcher will be after the weekend, I'm not so sure. South Liberties play Mungret um, um, St. Paul's. Now, Belly Brown and Gareth Spillane play, so something has to give there. And Kildama Palace Kenry are, are playing the bottom side back rock. And just mention a back rock, Jack. You know, they're, they're, they're bottom of the table and... Um, after after the opening round, you will recall that um, I, I I felt that it was going to be a challenging year for Backrock, even though subsequently I I, I thought um, I saw him against Galispelan. I, I thought that they may have a chance of survival, and they still may have a chance of survival, but they're almost into snooker territory. But what they, what they need to survive now is they need first of all they need to beat Kildare Palace Kennery. But if they don't beat Kildare Palace, Kenry, there is still a route for survival, believe it or not. Where where South Liberty is to beat Mungret. Because Black Rock and Mungret meet in the final round. And if that scenario emerged that both were beaten this weekend, you'd go into the final round with Mungret on two points, Black Rock on none. It would be a straight fight where Black Rock to win that game. They would edge down, they would send Mungret back down. On, on the head to head. So um, the, 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 it, could, it could be very, very fascinating coming up to the last day of the, coming up to the last round in what, 10 days' time. Um, but Blackrock, you, you have got to spare a thought for them, Jack, because they've lost their last two games by a single point. Yeah. You know, which, which when that happens, um, you, you, we, we saw it last year with, with St. Kieran's. You know, in in the in the truncated group stage of the football championship, they lost their two games by a single point to your good selves in Ballysteen, I think, and and um, and and to Galtie Gales, yeah, yeah, which send them cascading into a relegation playoff. You know, and we 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 can see the transformation that's in them this year, but um, you know, Black Rock are. Well, you know, you're bottom of the table because, and your point is because you don't win matches. But they, 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 they haven't had they haven't had the best to look along the way. Um, like they, they led Gareth Spillane by one two by five points. Um, com, coming up to coming up to the hour mark, and you know, were hit by Gareth Spillane tsunami of one three without reply. Um, 
But, um, you know, all right, they didn't close out the game and that, that's what you get. But um, it, it's, it's, there, is, there will be a route for survival for BlackRock after this weekend. All is lost. But it, it's safe to say that they're, they're definitely out of the race for, um, for the quarterfinal spots. And um, they, they, they have a real, real tough, they have a real, real tough game. Uh, this weekend, because permutations are such that a win for Kildaimo, like put uh, Kildaimo Palace, can be almost puts them in pole position, Jack. Um, for um, for um, for a quarter final place, and and um, it, all, all that would do, Jack, is that it, it would continue the progression that 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 we have the graph that we have seen for um, from from Kildaimo Palace, Kenry over the last number of years. Beaten in the 2019 um, Premier Intermediate Final, winning it the following year, coming up seeing a last year, consolidating, and the next step now is 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 to get to a quarter final and and possibly get promoted to Section A. So they are very very much up in a traje- an upward trajectory, notwithstanding the, the the defeat to Mungret in the opening round. You know, which was certainly a wake up call for them. But um, yeah, BlackRock face a very, very formidable Kildaimo Palace Kindry side. Now, towards the evening, we're, we're going to have a very interesting game between two sides that are on four points. And and something has to give there between Gareth Balan and 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 Bally Brown. And that 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 will be a very, very interesting game. The winner again taking a joint stride towards towards the towards a quarter final place. Um, I, 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 I have a feeling that Bally Brown are going to bounce back, Jack. Um, yeah. they, 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 they will be stung not just by the, not by the defeat to, to Kildaimo Palace Kinry, but more so by the manner of it. And um, they had opportunities prior to um, John Chalk being in the position to 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 um, to um, inflict the first defeat on them because uh, <coughs> some of their shooting. In, in in particularly in the second half, I think was very very wavered when you know when they should have been building a match winning lead, they weren't doing it, and I suppose it's something that they're going to address in the coming week. And um, it'll it'll be a hot and a stung belly ground belly ground that will hit 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 the pitch in Carrickendish tomorrow evening, and that that should be a great game with, with, between belly brown and Gareth Bellan, because Gareth Bellan are no shrinking violets to anybody, so. Um, yeah, a very very interesting game. Yeah, there, there's so many interesting games um, yeah. this weekend, and I just show the table there um, for a second, Matt, because like there is so much permutations there. Obviously, you have those four teams on four points. Um, you know, like Valley Brown, Gareth Blank, Kildare South, they can all get to eight, but they all have to play one of one or the other. Um, Kildare Palace, I know, have it in their own hands because they play. Um, they have Gary Spillane and Black Rock. If two wins there would be enough for them because they'll have head to head over Valley Brown, South Liberties, and Gary Spillane if they beat them. Um, Gary Spillane also know that they have in their own hands because they play Kildare Palace and Valley Brown will have head to head and Valley Brown have head to head over uh, Black Rock um, and South Liberties. I think, you know, there's just so much going on there, Matt, that it's. We won't really know much this week. We'll know more this weekend, but there'll be nothing really confirmed in that group. Whereas in group one, we could have three out of the four 
Um, you'll have teams that take a giant leap towards it, but it's it's really fascinating. It's great to see that there's so much competition because in the top tier, there is that gulf, but um, it's refreshing to well, see. Well, you're, 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 you're a four out of four if Patrick's well beat Dune, and you wouldn't know. You would. You're a four out of four if Patrick's well beat Dune. Well, it would depend if a dare win. Um, they well, can go past. yeah. Um, it, it's likely that we'll have three of the four, if not four out of four, yeah. this weekend. But uh, just to run through the fixtures, um, on Thursday, as you mentioned, you Valley Brown versus Gary Spann in Carrick on Lish. Um, in, in Group 2, in, also in Group 2, you have Munger St. Paul's versus South Liberties on Friday at 6 o'clock. And then on Saturday at 2 o'clock in Ballet Grand, Kilbrymo Palace Kennery versus Black Rock. And then... Friday in Group 1, you have Kilmallock versus Sahan in Dune at 6. And then on Saturday in the Pearshik versus Dare at 6 in Carina. And Parswell versus Dune at 6 in Kilmallock. That can be streamed live. We'll get to our predictions in a while, Matt. But there, there is some tasty clashes in there. Before we move on from the Hurland, um, the Premier Intermediate Championship table will make for very good reading for you. It hasn't really been your year in the football out there in Bellenders and Glenroo. But that'll make nice reading. Went into the round level with um, Brough as top of the table. You're out there on your own now. Another win for, for Glenroo. They beat Nakani 117-16. Monlean beat Brough to move into second, 24 points to 217. Newcastle West beat Effen 115-13. And at the bottom of the table, Capmore finally got a win, 219-19 point winners over uh, Tromnaklaka. Um, I suppose it's very interesting there, Matt. There's only five points separate the top six, uh, top seven. We'll say. There's only six points in bottom and top, but it's very hard to call. A Glenroe win will get them through. And we think from our calculations. First of, all, first of all, can I congratulate you with your choice of background for the table? Beautiful <laughs> green and black of Glenroe. <laughs> there's, there's white there as well, but uh, yeah, I, I would, I was going to go for the navy with the black. It's just easier to read. It's, it's not a Glen Roo thing or anything. But um, these fixtures this weekend will say Nakani, Capamore, Effin, Glen Roo, Prof, Newcastle West, Drumnet, Laka, and Monoline. Oh, another win for Glen Roo and they're, they're true, Matt. They seem to be the frontrunners in, in the competition. And to be fair, ever since they got off intermediate, they've reached the semi finals and they're on course to do so again. Yeah, they, 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 even before they won the. the, 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 um, the County Intermediate Championship in 2019, I think in the group stages of, 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 of the championship for the previous five years, I think they only lost about one game. And uh, that, that was when you were talking about six in a group, which is simply phenomenal. And they've got, I, I think they've only lost one game since they, in the group stages since they came up, came up as well to Premier Intermediate. So um, they, they, they seem to love this um, playing in the group stages. No, they have a fine, tough game. On, on, on next Sunday evening against Stefan because Stefan will have ambitions and write this of their own um, in in that um, uh, they, they have four points. They're very, very much in the mix for a semi-final place. Um, but you and I were very, very impressed with them in the Intermediate Championship last year. And I think at the outset, we felt that they would possibly be one of the four that would make the semi-finals. Um, now, they they, 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 they they lost very heavily to... Um, to Brough in the opening Brough. round, which which I, which I actually which actually surprised me, and I I, I was at the game, and it, it was a very very disappointing 
um, game for Evan and a very disappointing performance by Evan. But Jack, the manner in which they bounced back with back-to-back wins over Drummond Attacker and 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 um, Nakani, they, they certainly made a statement. Now they they went down to to um, to um, Newcastle West at the weekend, and um, I, I I think that all their troubles were in the second half when they only scored two points. They were well, they were up at half time, but could only muster up two points in the second half, which which. Is worrying and alarming, but um, th- th- that'll be a very, very tight game between between Glenbu and Effin. It always has been down through the years, South Championship, and they actually met in a county junior final in '92, Jack. And um, Glenbu won it na- narrowly, having trounced they trounced Effin in 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 the um, in in the South final that year. But in that short space of time. Until Effort picked up an awful lot. I think there was only a point or two in it in the finish in 1992. So um, yeah, there's there's usually very very little between these between these two sides. Um, you have a couple of very very interesting games there. Um, Rough and Newcastle West tomorrow evening is going to be a very interesting game. Um, you know, um, very very hard to know where Newcastle West are at. Um, but um. Certainly, they're, they're in a strong position to make a bid for a semi-final place. And um, it'll be interesting to see how Brough will react um, to a first defeat of the campaign to Monaline last weekend. But, um, yeah, I, uh, that, that's going to be a very, very, very interesting game. And I, I have a hunch that Brough, you know, they, they, they really need, Jack, they, 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 if, if they're to harbour genuine semi-final ambitions. They really have to go out and win this game, Jack. Because they're 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 they're, they're going to be confronted um with, with with you know getting at least a minimum of three points from the two remaining games if they don't do so. And their next yeah. game is against Glenru against Glenru who beat him last year. Yeah it just gets so, kind of messy then when you're when you lose head to head to the teams around you, you know, you're banking on other teams getting results or it going mm-hmm. down to score difference and things as well. I know Capamore got a win as well. It's it's really against them, but I mean I wouldn't rule them out to win four in a row after last year. Um it's it's very hard to call that man. And then equally at at the bottom, like, you know, not gaining a point or lack on two, Capamore on two. If we're on four, imagine they'll probably be safe. But, you know, they're kind of all in their own that one area that one wrong result could really prove detrimental and permanent to be the championship. But, you know, it, it's it's a cracking championship. We've always, I suppose, praised the permanent well, to be the championship. You, you see, if, 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 you, if, if you, we're focused on the top already, Jack, of the table, but if we focus on the bottom for a, for a few minutes or a minute or two, um, like, there's a basement battle met there this week, this weekend because Nakani are playing Capamore. Now Capamore mm-hmm. have had lift off against Roman Attacker last week, and um, you, you know it's very very hard to see them not building on that. But uh, you know Nakani are dogged fighters when their backs up to the wall, it's then they're at their best. But I I, I think this is going to be a huge challenge for them because <clears throat> I I I think the main talking point. Particularly after the first three rounds, Jack, and when was the Capamore were at the bottom of the table and pointless. 
not just because they were in the in the final last year, but just because of of the strength of the squad that they have at their disposal. Um, it, it 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 certainly, and I felt all the time that it 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 was an absolutely false position for for um for Capamore to be in. And you're right, they have the potential to go and win the four games, and which if they do, and we spoke about it last week, that it was their only route to salvation. Um, that 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 they they could make a semi final a semi final place, but look, they'll be taking it one game at a time. Um, they 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 won't be looking beyond. Now, Kenny, and beyond getting that second win, and and um, the first part of their season will be, you know, to put fears of relegation to bed. And were they to beat Now, Kenny, they'd be in a very, very strong position to do that, Jack. Now, um, you have the the other game, the remaining outstanding game is 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 the, is the meeting of Drummond and Atlaka, um, and and Monalian. Now, Drummond and Atlaka won on the opening day against Now, Kenny, but. They, they, they have really struggled since and um, they're desperate in need of a win. Now, I, I was out last night, Jack, at the um, at the county under-19B hurling final and um, they, they, they won a great game, a great game against Belleville Gales. It, it was, you know, it, it, it was um, it, it was a very, very high standard for under-19B and you're like in many ways a microcosm of, of, of the strength of Limerick hurling at the moment and the county that has won four of the last five, five All Islands. I know I'm being repetitive now at this stage, but we, we, we saw a great display there by <coughs> by Keane Scully who scored 12 points. So, um, um, but you know whether they'll derive inspiration from that or not. But um, you know, uh, losing to Mona Lean is not an option. For in 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 terms of survival for for um for for drum and attack here. um but Monalien of course they're on the threshold of of making it to the semi finals they're 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 like Lenru um even though they're a point behind Lenru um uh, another win would would virtually seal seal um a semi final place for them so um you know it's 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 hard to see a packet getting anything out of that. Yeah, it's just fascinating. I just run through um, the fixtures for their, for their own. It's round five as well, I suppose, um, which is a key to, like, it's not round four. It is. They have three more games left, including this weekend's set of games with Nakani versus Capamore, uh, Ifan versus Glenroo, Brough versus Newcastle West, and Drummond Lacka versus Monalina, as we just spoke about. We'll know, again, we'll know a lot more after this weekend, but I suppose some teams could see their chance of promotion go up in flames and others could put one foot into the knockout stages but moving on to the Camogie mess we had the second round of the Senior Camogie Championship um, I'll just run through the results in Group 1 Khalidi were big winners over Capamore 326 points while Ahan beat Krakora 16 points to 4 and then Group 2 Newcastle West 115 to 9 points against Granibel and Gary and Bruff and the Pearcey played out a 10 apiece draw uh, in Group 1, a hand second win on the trot means they're through, but again, it's fair, they're into the semi-final. Um, Capamore uh, will finish bottom table regardless what happens there, so it'll be a straight shootout in Krakora and Khalidi in the last round in, I suppose, 10 days' time, um, a fortnight from when those games are played. Staying on Group 1, Matt, just for the time being, um, you know, Khalidi got their 
campaign back on track and a big win over Capamore. They'll fancy themselves against Krakora, but a hand, you know, two from two, they'll take huge confidence. They're playing the bottom side in the last group. That um outside of Newcastle they have been the farm team. Yeah, they have they have and um we're not entirely surprised. Like in in many ways, um, it matters the the the, the section A of the senior hurling championship in that we practically the same four teams coming through again to contest the semi-finals because um it's nailed on the two are, are through already a hand and, and Newcastle West as you said, um you'd have to say at this remove that Granabell and Gary would be favourites to beat Procora. And and to snap up that second semi-final spot, and um, like it, it has been a very very difficult year for Capamore. There's no question about it. Um, they needed a replay to win the intermediate championship last year, and and um, um, I, you, it's always difficult coming up, and I expected that it would be difficult coming up, um, but I think they have found it more. Uh, difficult than any of us could have anticipated, and um, it, 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 you know, they're in a battle. But Jack, uh, we were just talking off air, and I was making the point to you that I think the structure of the the, the Camogie Championship in Limerick now is 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 quite good. You have eight clubs contesting the senior championship. You have two fours. The top two go into the semi-finals. And the bottom two went to the semi-finals of the B Championship. So, like that, there's no shortage of games, and there's no shortage of goals to you know to reach for. So, even though come Sunday Saturday evening week when the third round is played, um, the the picture will be clear. But uh, all eight teams will have still something to play for, Jack, which is which is a very very a very very healthy situation. Now I digressed from from your original question, which you asked me about about section one. I presume <coughs> group one. I, I presume you want to talk about group two. Yeah, I'll go on to group. I went through the results there, but Newcastle, as we said, were not really surprised to see them. Now Granville and Gary would have been the teams that would be you know favourites to dethrone them, but uh, I suppose a nine point win for them. Like I suppose it sends out a statement that you know they're going to have to be dethroned. It's not going to be they're not going to to lose their crown um, by themselves. Brough and the Pearson drawing in means that every team is is still alive going into the last round. Newcastle like a hand are true already, but Granada and um play Brough and they know that if they win, that uh, Granada and Gary if if they win they're true. Brough can go through as well if they win. If the Pearson fail. To beat Newcastle West, so I mean it, it's all to play for in that second group. Um, it's more straightforward in Group One, but Newcastle are still the team to beat. I think is is the yeah. main message. It's it's the main message, Jack, and they're they're, they're, they're the team to beat. But like there, there is a fascinating situation evolving in 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 Group Two, and like you know, no disrespect to the other six teams, but the game of the third round, Jack. Is going to be Bruff and Granabell and Gary, mm. because Bruff having having um, put up such a good performance against them, um, Newcastle West will probably be disappointed that they didn't get a result against Napierstreet. Um, but uh, we did say at the outset when we were discussing the Camogie Championship at the outset of you know the competition, 
we did say that 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 uh, Napierschik are an emerging force in, in this competition. Now, I probably I'd stop short of saying that they're emerging at, at a rate that they'll beat Newcastle West in the last round. So what 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 I, what I honestly think is that that A semi-final place, that second A semi-final place, is 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 between Brough and it's certainly between Brough and Granabell and Gary. And what a game that promises to be! It should should be an absolutely it should be an absolute cracker, Jack. Yeah, if they are promising to be very good games, I suppose those. Third round fixtures take place on the weekend of the 17th of uh, September. This weekend, we've ladies football action uh, as well. We have the quarterfinals in the senior championship. We have Fiona Casaman who came through that playoff. They played last year's intermediate champions, Drum Colour Broadford. And Ben Landers played the Old Mill with both teams in the semifinals last year. Obviously, one of them will be cut short. And then you have Waiting in the wings in the semifinals. Monaghan and St. Albies. But just looking at those quarterfinals, Matt, um, you know, the Bellanders versus Old Mill is a really standout tie. You know, that's a, like that could be a final on any given year, but here we have it in the quarterfinal. And then on the other side, Fiona had a very tough group with St. Albies um, and Bellanders. They'll be looking at Trump as, as a real chance to go through. You know, Look at the four teams, any of them will, will feel they have the ability to go through. Yeah, yeah, like the um, this this week, as 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 we explained the structure of the championship in the past, the teams that finished bottom in the respective groups got to play off this week, um, for um, for a fourth quarter final place, um, against Strom Broadford, and uh, in in that playoff, um, Fiona Castlemahan um defeated um Saint Bridget's three eight to eight points in in uh, last evening. Uh, Tuesday evening um, to to make it through to the quarterfinal. Now, it, this is a very interesting clash, Jack. Of 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 of. Um, and by the way, the, the the venues and times haven't been confirmed for the quarterfinals yet, but will probably be 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 done later today, hopefully. Um, because of course, um, everything was on hold until the results emerged last night. But um, this is a very interesting game because Fiona Castleman won the league earlier on this year. <coughs> and they're facing a drum broadford team that were intermediate champions last year. So all the ingredients for a cracker is there, Jack. You know, um they, 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 that's that's going to be a fascinating all West struggle and all West Derby between very close neighbours there. Fiona <coughs> Castleman and Drum Colour Broadford them. A very, very interesting game. Uh, it would be a brave man that would call it, but at this remove, I think probably the experience and having won the league and having emerged from a very, very tough group in which, you know, they were very, very unlucky. They lost by a single point to Valley Landers. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that Fiona Castleman might have what it takes to get to get into the last get into the last four. No, yeah. the other game is meeting the meeting of of um, uh, Bellylanders and Old Mill. Now, this this is a repeat of last year's semi final, which which Bellylanders won by about four or five points. And um, by by any benchmark, Jack, it, it has been a disappointing year for Old Mill. Like um, they, they 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 contrived to finish um, third out of four on the table following defeats to first all to Drum Broadford. 
had a good win over Bridget, but then didn't fail to Trump Bradford and failed again to Monegay. Now, um, they're, they're, they're coming up against the Ballylander side who were beaten in the uh, county final last year. The Ballylander side who were beaten in, 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 in their second group game by an injury time goal by Neve Ryan. And um, it'll, it'll be a Ballylanders team that will be boosted by the return of, um, of Claudia McGrath and, and, um, and Andrea O'Sullivan. So it, it, it's, um, um, it's very hard to see beyond, and, and I know they're my own club here, that, that it's very, very hard to see beyond Bally now on that one, you know? Yeah, it took you a while to mention there that they were your own club. But um, yeah, no, look, I, I would agree with you there. I think Ballylanders' experience... Will tell a lot, and obviously they have, they have huge star power. But so all may have a lot of kind of, I suppose, game changer kind of kind of players like Russian Ambrose and Iris Kennelly, to name a couple. But you would slightly side with Ballylanders. I think I don't know what other game. I think Drum will be keen to make up for last time. Obviously, having to spend an extra year at the intermediate grade. Um, you know they were champions twice in a row, which is I, I don't know will it, will it be a feat that'll ever be replicated to win intermediate twice in a row. But I would. Slightly give the nod to drum there, but um, yeah, look, we've, we've no fixtures for no, those no, games. No, don't, don't get me wrong, Jack. I'm full of admiration for what drum brought, but they've done it. it it's, yeah. it's, it's been absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And and to put themselves into this position has, has been you know, they, they, they picked up two wins out of possible three in the in, in, in their group. You know, you, you, you can't argue with it, they were they were worthy. Um, you know, second place in 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 that group, and um, but 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 what I what what I see is that that uh, there obviously has been a revival in Fiona Castleman and the fortunes of Fiona Castleman this year, and having won the league will give them great confidence. But you know, there's such a thing as a group of death or a draw from hell, and they got both of them when it came to the group stages when they were facing um Elbys and Ballylanders. So um. And they did quite well, and um, that 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 is sort of behind my rationale in thinking that they they they, they might get a semi final spot. Yeah, uh, there's there's two there's pros and cons to this, but it, it is very interesting um, to see who will who will come through those games, and you obviously have the two waiting in the wings and Saint Elbys and Monaghan. So it is it, it's starting to build up nicely there in the in the ladies football championship. Um, I suppose over the weekend as well, we had Martina McMahon doing what she does best <laughs> and winning All-Ireland's um, a fifth for Martina. She's joint level now at the top. She said in her interview uh, after winning uh, the All-Ireland Ladies Senior Softball title that she's you know happy to, to, to reach the record, but she wants to break it. That's just the nature of the player. She is a phenomenal athlete for Limerick, you know, four in a row. We have spoke about her at length before in this podcast, but she never ceases to amaze us. And, you know, it's an incredible achievement. Like, we talk so much about the Limerick Hurlers that have won four All-Irelands in five years, but Martina's won five herself, you know. Like, it's a phenomenal achievement. And she's against one of the, the greatest players of all time in Katrina Casey. They have a huge rivalry. It's it's brilliant for the sport. and It's, it's brilliant that, you know, Martina was able to come out on top yet again over the weekend. Yeah, and throw in the fact that she's a world champion, you know. Um, like, you know, I, I remember in 2018, um, in, in, in the winning dressing room in Croke Park, getting news that, that, um, 
that had Martina it came up on my phone that Martina had won the world in in America um, just as we were beginning to celebrate our hurling win. Um, an absolutely phenomenal athlete, but she she's been dug dug dogged a bit by injury recently, Jack. But and um, it's just fantastic to see her coming back and and um, you know getting to finals, winning finals, and breaking records and going where no player has gone before. Um, that, that's 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 a hallmark of what she she's about. Um, she she she's level now on five All Ireland singer softball single singles titles with Katrina Casey, who she beat last last um, last weekend in Roscommon over two sets. She beat her twenty one thirteen and twenty one eighteen, and uh, with um, and also on 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 five All Ireland titles is Bernie Hennessy from Limerick. So. Um, I think we've only about twelve months to wait, Jack, until Martina will have a will have a stab to go clear of those two. So look, it's congratulations to Martina again. Absolutely a fantastic, phenomenal athlete, an absolute credit to Limerick. <coughs> um, you know, and the way she carries herself, everything is is absolutely exceptional. And um, um you know, as sports fans in this county. We are hugely proud of Martina McMahon and what she has achieved. Yeah, um, you know she's achieved so much, and it's kind of like Ronaldo and Messi. You know they're both and five now, like that was the case. They're Ballon d'Ors for a while, so it'd be no surprise to see them in the final against each other because you know they have been in so many finals against each other. But again, a huge shout out to, to Martina, who's obviously represented Limerick in GA as well as well as the handball. And they all fall under the same umbrella, but five All Ireland titles and, and a world title. Uh, you were doing well to meet someone else with, with a collection of medals as long as Martina. So, again, a huge well done to her there. But, um, but Jack, she, you know, she, she, was a more, she was a more than competent camogie player, a very, very good camogie player too. And as you said, represented Limerick. Um, very, very good camogie player. And, you know, just an all-round fantastic athlete. You know, yes. a dedicated, dedicated athlete, dedicated to her sport. Absolutely phenomenal, and everything she gets, Jack, she deserves it. Yeah, I, I suppose she she's in around the same goal as me. We used to play Camogie, she was playing with Croke at the time. Um, I'd say it was maybe even under eights, under tens, and she used to destroy us on a regular basis. And we even had a plan in place for at under eights, which just shows how good she was. And I often left the field in tears because of Martinez. So, um, you know, it, it's good to see that you were. You were so upset as young fellow that this player has gone on to to prove herself to the world. So I mean, it wasn't too bad that we were getting. How many All Ireland have you? Had? <laughs> I've done. Um, but uh, you have been really really catching up to do with your old adversary. So if I could catch this later now, not to mind with All Ireland to be to be all equal. But yeah, look at, again, a huge congratulations to Martina, a phenomenal athlete and, and a, a wonderful Limerick lady, and, and the best wishes to her. I think she's a doubles to come yet, but I suppose. It's a long way away, but 12 months down the, down the road. Hopefully the injuries can, can stay clear and we'll see her against Katrina Case again in the final and it'll be the battle for six. Um, again, before we finish, Matt, um, I don't think we have any other business to do. Um, you'll prove me wrong after this if we do, but we'll move on to our predictions as always, right, Matt. Let's, let's check before you go on there to the predictions. A couple of, I've, I've been out there now with a couple of um, 
of these under nineteen finals, and 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 the, the standard has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Bluff and Belly Brown, an absolute cracker. And I, I saw some of the clack and Belfield Gales last night, and a couple of people have expressed um, um, concern to me um, that, that, that there are straws in the wind that this competition may be in the future and the near future be discontinued. Jack, I, 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 you know, I, I, I certainly hope that it's nothing more than a rumour and that it's totally unfounded. Because um, you know the, the, the atmosphere in 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 um, in Carrick and Leash the night of Bluff and and um, Mona Lean was was simply fantastic, a huge crowd. And again, that was replicated last night, and and it was um, it was backed up by two games of of a very 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 high standard. If if if, if you walked into to to knock long last night. You would really, really struggle, Jack, to accept that it was it was it, it was bee hurling. You you would really, really struggle. You know, to me, it was a classic example of the root state of good health that Limerick hurling is in at the moment. And I would say to those that are the proponents of any such idea, I would say hands off that comp those competitions. You know, I, 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 you know, I've seen three B final. I've seen three under nineteen finals this year. I saw the football final the previous week between between the Gales and and um, Ban Og. Oh. Again, another very very good game. And uh, I uh, no, I, I I know there were an awful lot of walkovers in the under nineteen football championship. What I'm asking myself is, does it need to have maybe tweaked the scheduling of, of those competitions? Have a look at when is the best time to schedule them. But I, 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 I would say hands off those competitions, Jack. Yeah, they're, they are brilliant. Um, it's it's a good age as well. You have a lot of lads that are kind of with the adult team in their first year, first, second year, the adult team, and there's a good bond within you know the older lads going to the games. So I just see what I've seen. Um, I was involved with the 19 setup. There was a great buzz around them. They got their county semi-final. And look, it was it was awkward enough with the senior on at the same time. And we did have to rearrange fixtures. But there was a huge desire there to rearrange those fixtures. There was never a case of we just won't play the game. It was always a case when we when can we. So I definitely I wholeheartedly agree with you there. And you know, the the importance of that competition, it's it's a very good, you know great to have between 19s, 21s and your adults because you know you're going to lose a lot of players before they get the adult grade so to give them as, as much chance as they can because if you're going from 17 21 you're going to lose a lot of players so i would i would definitely agree with you and i suppose on the state of hurling and limerick you know it, it's no surprise as you said that the b grade well, is, you, as, is as i said you would right, rightly struggle to accept it was b hurling last night Jack. Yeah, that's you know that the standard of hurling in Limerick is fairly incredible at the moment. And uh, coming away from that, we got the draws for the month's championship, and they're way down the line there in in November and December. But we have the Limerick teams; all the hurling Limerick teams are straight through to semi-finals. So I suppose another good thing for, from Limerick uh, coming from Limerick and Ireland. And 
the Limerick Senior Football Champions are into a semi-final as well, and an intermediate and junior will be in a quarter-final against Waterford opposition, but they're away down the line. Um, but Jack, um, you know, this 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 was 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 a concession that was given to Limerick and and Kerry. Kerry, yeah. You, you know, by the way, this this extra time uh, having been involved right up to the All Ireland final. I, I, I would like to make a point, and, and I would like to make this point very forcibly. Limerick GAA has never failed to have its competitions finished in time for the Munster Clubs Championship. Mm. Other counties have had, but Limerick GAA has never failed. And it, it was a challenge in 2018 when the All-Ireland was um, much, much later. But they got the job done. Got the job done. Limerick GA has never failed to have their teams ready for the Munster Club Championships, and well done to them for that. And yeah, they're not I've... they're not going to, they're not going to fail this year either. And would, be... and would have been would have been in time were they to be involved in quarterfinals. Yeah, I think with the way they have the buy now, it's three or four weeks for teams. It'll give them ample time to celebrate their their Limerick Championship success, and then they can refocus. For Munster, but that's a way that's a way down the line. Um as of yet. Again, before we go, Matt, we we look into our predictions. Uh we had the seventh round of it last weekend. Can you imagine it's gone by so quickly? We both win for Kilmallock Dune, Napierstrick, and South Liberties. Um you win for Gary Splan against Mungard St. Paul's, and you were one away, as you said, you were a John Chalk goal. Away from completing the perfect set, we bought win for Bally Brown. And obviously, uh, it was Kalama Palace Kinneries there that they uh, five points for you, four for me. We didn't get any results exactly right. Um, I still have a five point cushion there that I'm happy with Holanta. We also you're, out of, for... you're, you're out of sight, Jack. I, I'm not. Well, I can I can keep picking the same results as you and hope that you don't get any spot on to maybe stay ahead of you. But we picked first goal scorers last week and. You know, tremendously wrong as of usual. Out of twelve, no, yeah, out of twelve players that we pick six each, we got one right between us. Pat Ryan scoring for Dune. Uh, Dean Coleman got the second, so we had the one-two punch there. So we're hoping for more of the same this week. Um, yeah, we'll do the first goal scores again. It's just something different to do. But um, I suppose we might start with Group Two today, Matt. Um, we usually start with Group One. We start, start with Group Two, and we go to KP. Versus Black Rock, um, you know KP are, are going to be favourites for this game. Are you going with the favourites or Black Rock yeah. to get a much needed win? No, KP by four. KP by four and a, and a goal score. Colum O'Keefe. Okay, just taking that down. I'm going to go KP by three. Um, and I'm going to say Darren O'Connell. I know he's half injured last time. I'll go with Darren. He's a good goal scorer in the, the Denmark Championship. Um, Bally Brown versus Gary Sublay, which is a huge game. Um, first I'm and going, foremost, I'm, I'm going for Bally Brown by three. Bally Brown by three to get back to winning ways. Uh, what do what do Bally Brown need to do to win, Matt? Do you think? What 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 how? Like how how will they beat Gary Spillane? You know they're you know a difficult team to play against, and they'll have the momentum coming into the game. Obviously, Gary Spillane, 
Yeah, the, 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 the one reservation I would have about Barry Brown is how do they pick themselves up from the defeat and the manner of the defeat. But uh, all they need to do is play the way they played in the first two games. And I think they would be quite capable of getting a result. It's, you know, but they, obviously they have got to sharpen up their shooting because that proved to be their Achilles heel against against Kildaimo Palace. We, we, we would be having a totally different conversation had their conversion rate been better in, in, in that game. Um, because yeah, uh, Billy Brown would be sitting pretty on six points top of the table. Yeah, an awful so, lot of wides there. Um, more than 20, like, so you're not going to win any game. Well, you probably won't win a game with 20 wides. They nearly did, which just shows the strength they have, but they need to group. I'm going with a four-point win for Billy Brown and Colin Coughlin to get the first goal. All right. Oh, you didn't ask me about the first goal. I'm going for Callum Sheehan. Yeah, I was getting, I was getting to it. Don't worry. Yeah, Callum obviously got the the first goal the last week for Carys Blaine, and you had said Owen, oh, he, he's cousin. So you're hoping for more to say from from Callum. Until probably get the first one out this time to upset me. <laughs> yeah, or, or one of, or one of Callum's brothers, maybe you know. <laughs> but Munger St Paul's versus South Liberties. I'm going for South Liberties by two. South Liberties plus two and a goal score. Oh, Paul O'Brien. Paul O'Brien for Mungret. I'm going to go with a Mungret win by two. And I'm going to say, I said Niall McKay last week. I'm going to say Niall McKay again this week. He did get a goal, but he didn't get the first one. I'm going to go with Niall to get the first one this week. Um, Moving into group one then, Kilmallock versus Ahan. I'm going for Kilmallock by eight. Yeah, and look, you don't want to be predicting these big wins, but I suppose when you compare and contrast the fortunes of the team so far, it, it does look very one-sided. I'm going to go Kilmallock by 10. Um, and it's it's probably more from seeing Kilmallock last week. They were just so good, phenomenally good. And I'm going to go with Shane O'Brien for the first goal scorer. Shane O'Brien? <laughs> yeah. Uh he was exceptionally good last week in Ballygrand. Like it, you just have to laugh at how good this young fella is. Um, he's eighteen. It's unbelievable, and then you know he's the physicality to go with it, Jack. And um, you know, you know, he 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 he'll win um, um, balls that are less than fifty-fifty in his favour. You know, he he's just phenomenal. Like he was marking Ronan Connolly, who was three All Ireland medals. You know, and he. Dominated that battle. You, as you said, you give him any sort of ball, he'll win it. Um, yeah. He's just know. a powerful, powerful young lad, young man, you know. Yeah, like I was talking to fellas there that wouldn't know that much about him and they couldn't get over how young he was and even the size of him. But sure, I suppose his father is who his father is. And I'm sure they have a gym at home and he's in the best certain condition out there. So it's working a treat yeah. for Kilmallock. Yeah. yeah, that's Kilmallock. We fancy Kilmallock. Um, Napierschik versus Adair. I'm going to go Napierschik by eight. Again, it just seems to be one-sided mess. Yeah, I I had that down, but I'm going to go with him by nine, so to be different from you. Yeah, and a goal score. I go David Dempsey again. Dempsey, always good for a goal. I'm going to go with Adrian Breen. David Dempsey to get goals. He's got an awful lot of them. Yeah, no, 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 Peter Casey will be there for the first one. But sure, the Pierce. 
he's back in the, she... in, 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 the, in the goal hunt as well, you know. Yeah, but should appear she can get goals from anywhere. That's just what they do and the, the firepower they have. And the final game then, Patrick Swell versus Dune. I'm going I'm going with Dune by five. Dune plus five and to seal their place in, in the knockout stages. I'm gonna go Dune by three. I do think there's a kick in Patrick's well, but I do fancy Dune to just come away with the win. A goal score. Hope Dean Coleman obliges me this time. <laughs> I was thinking of trying to toss it. I'm gonna go with Adam English. Um he likes an early goal or no goal, so hopefully he'll be he'll be on the early goal train this weekend. Um, we bought in the Pierschick, Dune, Kilmaluk, Bally Brown, and Kildare Palace, Kennery, and then South Liberties and Munger St. Paul's is where we differ. Um, a lot of good games to look forward to, a lot of intermediate games to look forward to as well. Obviously, with the intermediate and junior A championships are, are tipping along nicely as well. We will get to those probably maybe next week, or we might have to do a separate podcast. Because you just don't have time to go through them all and you don't want people to have to listen through things they don't want to. So, yeah, it's another exciting weekend, Matt, of, uh, of hurling. Yeah, you surprised me, Jack, that you, you, you think that people, there's, there's not any of your dulcet tones that people wouldn't want to hear? <laughs> I don't know what the, the tones that they know from the roaring and screaming I did at Electric Picnic. Um, my voice is just coming back to me this time around, but... Uh, Brilliant weekend in EP. It was my first time there. Tickets are out again on Friday. I think I'll be going again next year. Please, God. Just well organised. It's job um, to divulge from the GA. Like you had Dermot Kennedy, the Coronas, um, I bet there's only an Irish group. Blessed were another group. Uh, picture this. A lot of Irish acts, um, you know, on the main stage with huge audiences there. Everyone knows their songs. It was, you know, really... Really well done, well organised. They, they weren't international acts, but we don't need them because we're producing fantastic artists in Ireland. Um, I saw a couple of the, the, the herders there as well, so it was good to see them get their day out. Um, but yeah, that was my weekend. The voice is coming back right around. Uh, I'll be no roaring this weekend, <laughs> only for a, a skeeton in, in the hurling. But uh, we've an hour, an hour and 15 on the clock there, Matt. That's plenty. Um for a full fixture list, you can head on to the Sport and Limerick website. You'll get them there. We also have latest football this weekend, as we mentioned. But um, the weather isn't. The weather has definitely turned, Matt. It's going to be a lot more more difficult to play Ireland this weekend. It is, and just as we speak, Jack, there is torrential rain coming down here in beautiful Glenroe. Yeah, in Valley Sea. In Valley just after that. Um, you're after getting so you it's, can, after, it's after coming so you over to you. You 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 beckoned it over this way, so we will you'll be pleased to know that it, it worked. It's here. Yeah. It uh, it's it's definitely a weekend if you're heading to games. Make sure you have your umbrellas and even willies if you want them. Your wet beer, like is the summer. Well, seems Jack, to be I, done. I went out I went out last night to, to um to the the, the from an attack at Belleville Gales final, and I was like an astronaut. Um, um, I had pull-ups, the raincoat, the umbrella, everything. We can get a drop of rain till the game was well, till I was coming back to the car. <laughs> well, you're you're better off without because um, in in Leeds the weekend we had torrential rain the first night that I was not prepared for, so I had a pair of 
my father's oiler pants on, I had Wellington's on, I had a jumper and a hoodie, I had a hoodie and I had a t-shirt and I had a jacket on, this is all on Sunday, I was well prepared Sunday, and I even had a poncho on me as well, there was no way I was getting wet, it didn't rain out till about 12 o'clock, so thank God, uh, I only got a bit of it, but yeah, definitely wrap up this weekend lads, it's it's, win- it's wintry conditions there, but hopefully the hurling can bring a bit of brightness to the weekend, but yeah, an hour and 15 on the clock, Matt. We'll leave it there. A huge thank you to everyone that, that listened now, listened lives, and we'll listen back again. If you have any questions or anything, get, get them into us, and we'll, we'll answer them next week. And a huge thank you to you, of course, as well, Matt. Um, I'm, thanks, sure I'll see you around, I'm sure I'll see you around the weekend. But again, many thanks to everyone, and we'll be in touch soon. Impression the game, we get old with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Shorty Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me find out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that it didn't match it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody.